What's up, everyone? How you guys doing? Welcome to episode 770. We got a couple statements that we're going to be going over today. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Don't forget to listen to the full show. Link in the chat and the description box to do that. So there's been a lot of talk lately. Lots of talk lately. After Black Dragon made his video. And I really do feel for him because he was good at biker news. But hey, let's be honest. Let's be honest. You can't do this stuff when you're a part of a club. You're going to get very unpopular opinions when you do something like Biker News. Now, Biker News ain't anything new. It's been around since 1999. All the old sites, some of them are still around, some aren't. But it's a new level doing video and audio on the Biker News. One of the major complaints is, well, it puts the club scene in a bad light. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. A lot of clubs do a lot of good stuff. And that's why we start our programs off with the good stuff. Yeah, I've been going to video a lot more uh, where, they, you, you know, instead of me reading it, you get to see it from the, the source itself. I'll give you some ideals of what I think and stuff. But there is a lot of good that clubs do. And when we do cover the bad stuff, I always make sure to say it's only a few, it's not the entire club. Coming up, myself, Danny, and Black Dragon will be doing a show, and it has to deal with, is there a fine line of being a snitch and a rat? It's going to be a very important, deep discussion about the Carrie, uh, what is it? The uh, Carriega murders out in Washington, where a 1% club helped law enforcement. In all my years doing this, that is the one case that really woke me up to a lot of stuff. And why do I say that? I took the position that that club really did a good thing. And to see all the freaking hate that was thrown at them was very eye-opening to me. So they were human, they were good citizens, but now they were rats. I don't get it. And that's something that we're going to be covering in depth with Black Dragon and Danny. I told BD, hey, I'll come on the show as long as there's in-depth conversations that mean something. I'll be on his show whenever he, he has one of them things. I'm not into the MC protocol stuff. I like keeping all that stuff separate on my channel. As you know, I might give thoughts and stuff, but other than that, I really don't like talking about it because 
I feel like it's been covered over and over and over again, for Christ's sakes. I really do. So I want in-depth stuff. And not only about clubs or biker stuff, but topics in general. So I'm looking forward to this three-man show that we're going to be doing. I believe it's Sunday. If you're listening to this uh, on replays and stuff like that, it'll be over on my channel, Black Dragons or Danny's. It's going to be very interesting to hear what a lot of people's thoughts are after they hear that episode. But it did change the way I look at a lot of stuff. One of the questions that a lot of people send me, and by the way, the ones I'm going to read came off of uh, Black Dragon's channel, but this is basically what I'm asked all the time. If someone does not like you, they will always use the you're a snitch for talking about an open source article. Do not fall for it. Also, if you're not in a 1% club, why do those street rules impact you? Very good comment. Very, very good comment. You're going to hear it all the time when somebody don't like you. When I went and did that story and stood behind the guys that turned the guy in, well, you're a snitch or you're a dry snitch too. Okay, blow me. That's basically what I had to say to that. But that is favorite things people say in this lifestyle. Because they don't have any argument. Well, what about the code? Well, what about humanity? And that's something I'm going to be arguing. Uh, or not arguing. I think we all agree on that. If you're not in a 1% club, why do those street rules impact you? That's one thing I have always said. Insane Throttle is a media and publishing company, meaning we're not in a club. Protocols do not apply to us. We're civilians. That's plain and simple. It's civilians. It's not hard for us to understand or a lot of the clubs that we deal with, but for a lot of people, Especially you guys, it's funny. I said to the guys, the uh, what is it, uh, this afternoon actually, that a lot of the subscribers we have don't even have bikes, but they want to give that opinion. Which, hey, cool, that's what uh, the shows are about give your opinion, all that good stuff. Hey, go for it, do your thing, but at the same time, no. It does not apply to us. Now, in Black Dragon's case, he was in a catch-22. You can't be, again, in a motorcycle club and talk about other ones. You can't do it. You're not an independent source on that one. I admit he did real good at the news. But I also understand why he had to step away. 
he had to follow that type of protocol, that street rules stuff, if you will. So that was a very good statement that they put. And hopefully I was able to answer that for you. A lot of us creators are no longer in clubs. And the reason being is you can't do this when you're in a club. There's a lot of rules attached to clubs. More than a damn military, let me tell you. But anyway, hopefully that uh, answers it for you. Let's see if you had anything other there. And it is open source articles. Everything we, the reason why I put them on the screen is so you can see what I'm talking about. That you have source material that you can later go and research on your own. That's why I'll put them up. To answer the question, well, it's making motorcycle clubs look bad. Shining a negative light on them. It ain't us doing it. It's the individuals who are doing it. We've covered stories where guys were drinking and driving, had uh, serial numbers off on pieces and stuff like that. Those are the ones who did it. Those are the ones you should kick to the side because they made you look bad. Open source is open source. Where I pull a lot of articles is from the news writer, uh, wire, Reuters. And guess what? Those stories are worldwide. Within a couple minutes of them posting, it's worldwide. One from Ed. I really like this one. Ed, he's a subscriber to both of our channels. This may not be popular, but unbiased reporting is not, in my opinion, bad. I know it puts a limelight on the negative things that happen. This ain't the 70s, 80s, or even early 90s. No, it is not, Ed. You do dirt, expect the whole world to know. Just like I just said, when we pull off the wire, it's already around the world. It's every corner of the world. So for people to go after guys that are presenting information to the biker community, you're jacked up because it's already out there. Now, there's the thing, oh, you're making money off of uh, the lifestyle. Hey, give me a break on that. You really think that we make that much money on YouTube? You're crazy. You can't even feed my dog with what we make on YouTube. And that's straight up serious. The only ones really that make any kind of money are the ones that have hundreds of thousands of subscribers. And they don't even make money on the YouTube portion of it. They make money in product uh, reviews they make money in brand deals they don't make it on youtube ads 
you to throw that one out the window. The reason why I do it, it's informing the community. Anytime I do anything, clubs are welcome to put out a statement. Hell, a while back, I even asked uh, one of the biker organizations, can you give a rebut each week to what this is, you know, what these stories said? Anybody has an opportunity to send them statements in. And we'll get that side of the story out. But until then, you only got what's happening in the news. You do dirt, the whole world will know. Someone will have a camera recording. We've seen that in the last couple uh, news stories where CCTV cameras catch you. People with their cameras out. And you got to remember, you got to remember, when you're doing all this kind of stuff, say on a highway or something, you're backing up traffic for hours. How do you think people are going to look at that? How? Even if it's an isolated people have to understand this world now wants to group people even to their own stupidity. So plain and simple, control your actions. If you don't want those actions reported on, we live in a far different world. Accountability has to be thought of. Yeah, something a lot of people don't talk about is accountability, do they? Don't want to be called or grouped in a box. Don't check them boxes. I love that one, Ed. Have a shootout on the public highway in the middle of the day with colors on. What do you expect is going to be the outcome? Be smarter. Stop and take the colors off. Send them with the prospect or member. Then do what you need to do or want to do. I know the lifestyle is not all roses and love, but dang. What happened to common sense? I got to tell you. A lot of people think that way. A lot of people know that some of the programs, like Biker News, is not the one putting everybody in the bad light. It's the person who's committing the action that's doing it. But when you guys come back, and like 1K20 said, you don't like something, you call somebody a snitch. And you're going to get a definition from all of us what we think a snitch is coming up on the program. I'm not going to give you a lot of what I'm going to say and stuff because you got to watch the show. It's coming from open sources. It's there for anybody to see. But you have a follow-the-leader type of bad wagon, if you will, where people would just jump on because it's a popular viewpoint. Admit it. Well, it's popular. I got to get on board with it. It's just like all these other creators that are bitching about Biker News, but they've been supporting it for five years. Give me a break. And like I told uh, BD, 
I have no interest whatsoever getting involved in channel banging, getting involved with bashing somebody else because I don't agree with their opinion. I do not have the time, patience for any drama anymore. Just because I talk to one does not mean I don't agree or do agree with their position. No. You keep it civil and professional. Now, I get it. You guys love when channels go after each other. You're just not going to get that from here anymore. You're not, because it's actually boring. Anyway, guys, let me know what you guys think in the comment section. BD's going to keep on kicking ass. I know he is, man. I know he is. But, hey, he was putting in a, an impossible position. It really is an impossible position. We'll be right back after this music break.
106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Hey, careful, man. There's a beverage here, huh? We're gonna put the skitties in your island wickers, you plonker! Do you know what he's saying? WMMRDB Rockford. Hollywood is putting an ad out there, everybody. If you guys can help me out, I need your help. I really do. If you have somebody between the ages of 25 to 45, Get a hold of me. If she looks good, we can talk. I got to trade my China doll in for a younger model because, God, I walked into that bedroom this morning and she had no makeup on. I was like, oh, what the hell happened to you? I was like, holy shit. And that's the first time I noticed that in a long time because usually you'll wake up with makeup on. And I was like, what the fuck is an ogre sleeping in my wife's bed? I was like, holy shit. Wow. What happened here? Wow. I got to trade this in. That's some bullshit. How, now, you have to admit you won't go out without makeup. Hell no. Nah. You scared the shit out of me. So you're, you're, you're getting rid of me now and getting someone else? I got to trade you in. Okay, well, China Doll is now accepting applications for a new man. You got to put a freaking, you know, stipulation in there. My stipulation is a new man needs to be able to keep up with my sex drive. Thank you very much. Well, no, not bad. Oh, my bad. Waking up in the morning with no makeup, I'm an ogre. It's like, damn, man, what the fuck? Dude, I was just meeting up to your standards. You look like one. Ouch. So I figured I'd just roll with that. I just figured I'd roll with that shit and be like, hey, look, we're Shrek and Fiona. Oh my God, even Fiona was better looking this morning. Oh, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so. I guess we're both being traded. (laughs) I'm surprised that as soon as we we came on air, you weren't saying, Attica, Attica. This fucking crazy broad, when we're, you know, because we sit down, we have little meetings about what we're going to talk about on the show. And I said, you know what? We covered the riots. Why don't we cover some riots within the joint and some of the reasons why the riots were led to in the joint. And Attica was on the list. Here, next thing you know, Attica. You watched that movie, didn't you? No. Then where did you get that? Not any time recently. I've watched it years ago. Is that where you got the Attica? Attica. Uh Uh Uh-huh. You are the goofiest person I know. You really are. Why? <laughs> Why were you fist pumping Attica? Oh no, I thought it was funny. <laughs> the things that go on in her little mind. You don't want to know half the shit that goes on in my head. <laughs> I bet it, it, it's scary up there. What in my head? Yes, it must be scary. Nah. Nah. I mean, 90% of it's sexual shit, but, you know, then there's the other 10% we're unsure on. We're unsure on. Yeah. Yeah. 
my goodness gracious with you. Issues. I got issues. You do. Mm-hmm. I got to get, you know what? I got to freaking try to find you better, you know, medicine. No. Because you're crazy. You need to go, you know what, smoke on a freaking uh, joint or something. No, I can't. What do you I, mean you can't? can't smoke with no weed. Why? Because I get paranoid, man. Oh, you do. Especially when cops are around. Even though it's <laughs> fucking legal in Illinois, she still gets paranoid. <laughs> Is that like PTSD when it wasn't uh, legal? I don't know. I always talk about the fuzz. It's the fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> and then hide under the dashboard. That you did. I did. And I, you know what? I don't know why weed makes you paranoid. Maybe know. it's because you're smoking the good shit. I could. I don't know. I don't know what's good shit and bad shit. I don't know the difference. I have to admit, nowadays, I don't like the strength that is coming out of these marijuana plants. Why? Because I remember when THC was maybe eight, ten percent. Now this shit's like at fifty percent. It's like, dude, you guys whacked. Then they dab in the shit. It's like, dude, man, you just want to shoot to the fucking moon. I like a nice chill high. You like a body high, not a head high? Well, that too. But when you get into this uh, hardcore shit, it's like, dude, I don't want to go to the fucking moon today. No. You want to relax. And now I see why a lot of people get paranoid after smoking the Mary Jane. The THC level's just too fucking high. Can't handle it. And what's even worse is the state of Illinois lets that shit go by. <laughs> it's fucking craziness, man. Yeah, they kind of do. They kind of let a lot of shit slide by when it comes to that now. Interesting discussion here before we go into our main. Oregon, you know, them goofy fuckers out there. They decriminalized small amounts of, like, uh, what was it, heroin, fentanyl, you know, the hardcore shit. And now they wonder why there's been double a 50% increase in deaths, overdoses. What do you think about that? Here I am thinking, you know what, you dumb fucks? Because, yeah, weed is weed. Nobody's over that old deed on weed. They might have got paranoid, jumped off the fucking roofs because they were at the fucking moon and think they could fly. But at the same time, nobody's OD'd from it. Not that I've ever heard of. Why would you encourage the use of the devil's drug? Which is heroin. Now it's fentanyl. (laughs) Why would you do that? Why would who do that? Not me. The state of Oregon. Oh, have you been there? They're fucking gay. <laughs> oh, wait, I can't even say that. You can't say gay. <laughs> They're happy? They're happy. <laughs> no, people are going to come back and say, Hollywood, you're, you know, you're, you're choosing big government. No, I'm just choosing sanity, man. Sanity. Yes, <laughs> that is insanity. Legalizing them type of drugs. 
Because those ones are like, if you don't got that needle next to you, you're dead. Where they can restart your ass. God, you better have some of that shit. You know what I'm talking about. The medical kits where they just shoot them and shit and try to bring them out of the OD. Yeah, I know. Jumpstart your heart. Yeah, jumpstart. Become a jumpstart instead of a push start. Well, I'm not talking about Hindus right now. Okay? <laughs> I'm not talking about the Hindus. Push start. You know, they. Get, why do they even wear that in the middle of their head? I don't know. Don't it's you ever want to reach out thing. and just push it? Yeah, that's why I call them push starts. God, that a, would be I funny would, shit, man. Hell. <laughs> You you imagine the look on their face, you know, when you reach over and push on it. What the fuck are you doing? Are you crazy, American? What the hell are you doing? Johnny Five is alive. You just bush start me. I am not a fucking car. That'd be you. That it would be you. Dude, it's too early for that shit. <laughs> but you imagine the face on him. Oh my god. <laughs> now I just want you to do the whole show. Like that. <laughs> it is funny when I go through drive through and uh, feel like doing that. <laughs> I just do the whole show like that. That's awesome. I don't care who you are. <laughs> but you know where I'm coming from? Because uh, they'll call me a hypocrite. And I don't think drugs like marijuana, because it's a natural growing thing. Dude, you totally need to do the whole show like that. Oh, shush. <laughs> this girl is crazy. Anyway. You done? No. <laughs> <laughs> the smallest things fucking make her laugh, man. Do it again. <laughs> The smallest shit. Do it again. But I'm not a hypocrite. That is a plant. And yes, you can argue the other ones start as a plant, but they they make them into some fucked up shit. But they wonder why that everybody's ODing now. I was wondering, do, are they going to put programs in place or something like that to get people off? Or are they trying to hook them to get the tax money? They're going to try and hook them to get the tax money. That's how fucked up the government thinks, you know. Hell, look at the, the president's son. That fucker's whacked. He hits that fucking glass dick all the time, man. And then he takes all kinds of fucking pictures of himself. Dude. Crazy fucker. Some people are just dumb. So, then you got dick. the argument of... Dude, you say glass dick, and then I just picture what I have in my in my cabinet in my room. Now I'm throwing it out. <laughs> just fucking ruined it. But on the other hand, you have the argument, well, it incarcerates a lot of people. And I was like, wow, that is a good lead-in into our next subject. <laughs> Let's talk about the most dangerous prisons in the United States, shall we? The most dangerous prisons in the United States. And I, I like it. One in Chicago is on there, even though it's not a prison. I know. <laughs> it's a fucking jailhouse, man. 
And it's not a good place to be. No. Well, we've got one in Illinois. Not the one you're talking about. No, this one's bad. It's hardcore It's bad. the United States Penitentiary of Marion, Illinois. Marion's a fucked up place, but it's on the federal level. Actually, it is the one that replaced Alcatraz. Yep. Alcatraz was a motherfucker, man. You oh, In the middle of nowhere? In the middle of nowhere. And you try to escape, you're in a fucking freeze to death in the bay. And that's what I don't understand, though. You're in California. You're in San Francisco where all the... I can't say it. Uh, <laughs> I try to stop myself here. Where all the Tinkerbells are. Let's put it that way. And the water's freezing cold. It's like, dude, you bipolar motherfuckers over there. Why is the water cold? If you live in a hot place. All year round. But you had people like Al Capone there. A lot of the gangsters went there. A lot of bad fucking people were in Alcatraz. But back then, they had control of inmates. You fucked up, they'll fuck you up. Well, they didn't have too much control in uh, this one in Marion, that's for sure. Well, yeah, when Alcatraz closed down, they went to Marion. Yep, and it says it's perhaps the most violent event in 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 that prison's history when it, basically about the time you know it opened back in like 63 but on October 22nd 1983 two guards were violently killed by members of the Aryan Brotherhood now the Aryan Brotherhood you don't fuck with them boys and because of that incident that penitentiary went into permanent lockdown see it's considered a supermax i do not agree with a supermax because if you're locking people down 23 hours a day, basically what you're saying is you're an animal. That's what it seems like. And they wonder why people go fucking psycho. Because you can't put somebody in a small ass room for 23 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a fucking year. They're gonna go fucking crazy. But then it becomes like you're a, a, a... It's a human zoo. And I'm surprised that a lot of courts let this happen. Because I think that was cruel and unusual punishment, don't you? I think so. I, I don't think it's right that people... Are locked in their prison cell for 22 to 23 hours. That's, I mean, what are they out long enough to go take a shower? If even that. I mean, I think they need rec time, outside time, whatever. Get some vitamin D. Well, there you go. A lot of vitamin D deficiency. I mean, it's like. Even though I if they're in there for the most heinous crime, I still can't see how you do that to I somebody. I think that's cruel and unusual punishment. And a lot of times, they're in their fucking head. And once you get them in their head, it's no wonder they kill people. Yeah, it's sad. But with A.B., you don't fuck with the A.B.ers, man. They're nasty A.B.ers. Woo, are they nasty. Yeah, I don't think you mess with those people, huh? They're the ones who even blackmailed John fucking Gotti. 
Oh, you in our shit now, motherfucker. What you gonna do? <laughs> oh, you mafia dime. Fuck you. <laughs> so sad on so many levels. It is so sad. It is. But because, what, two guards got uh, killed, you said? Yeah, two guards were violently killed by members of the Brotherhood, Aryan, of the Aryan Brotherhood. So they decided just from that situation alone in 1983 that it's going to be a permanent lockdown and a, and a control unit prison. So this has been going on since 83? Yeah. I am surprised that the courts haven't said, you know what, I know that's the way it is. And Well, you're going to talk about Florence, Colorado. I heard that's even fucking worse than Marion. That's where they got all the terrorists. That's where they got El Chapo. They got uh, a lot of nasty people in that one. Yeah. And it's worse than Marion, I heard. Well, we'll see. What? What's another one? Rikers Island. Oh, Rikers Island? That's a jail. Rikers Island is known as the one of the most violent prisons in the country. It's not a prison, it's I'm a jail. I'm telling you what this says. <laughs> this prison is where convicted sex offender and former producer Harry Weinstein was remanded before his trial. I wonder if he <laughs> got it up the butt yet. <laughs> I just wonder. Many reporters and investigators who've had the opportunity of entering this location attest to the severe conditions and treatments inmates, especially the mentally and physically ill, receive here. You know what? You know Rikers Island. Because mm. you watch that SBU all the time. Mm -hmm. That's where they go into that jail? That's Rikers Island. Mm. Yeah. They crazy in there says that there have been series of deaths and beatings reported in this prison, earning Rikers Island a spot on this list. That's because people crazy. People cray-cray? That's New York. What do you expect? They're crazy. They talk funny out there. They talk more funny than me. They got that hardcore accent. How you doing? <laughs> but I'm not surprised that it made the list. It's not shocking, but like you said, you know, you, it's just a jail. But it is. It, but it sounds like some of these... But it's the not list. as violent as the one here in Chicago. Yeah. Well, you want me to skip to that one? Yeah. 26 in Cali, baby. Cook County. Cook County Jail. This facility housed Al Capone and John Wayne Gacy... And would make a great addition to this list, even though Cook County Jail, which is in Chi-Town, is the largest jail in America. Notice they're saying jail and not prison. That's because we the craziest motherfuckers around. The major negative aspects of this jail are apparently verbal and physical abuse wardens subject their inmates to, as well as overcrowding. And rodent infestation the within. The guards are the biggest pricks around. Basically, it says if you know an inmate inside, you won't want to visit them. With the highly inefficient visitation system Cook County Jail has, it's an absolute nightmare where you will see yourself Agreed. waiting long hours despite having numerous staff and employees Cook County Jail is one of the most poor managed facilities and one of the most dangerous in oh, the U.S. Oh, it's violent inside, man. 
It's like, dude, it's like Thunderdome over in uh, Cook County Jail. It's notorious for being a fucking People here, they got to go hang at Cook, heck, at Cook County, which a lot of people just say, what, 26 and Cal? Yeah, it's 26 and Cal. So a lot of people that here, they have to go there before being transported to another location. They freak out. They freak out and have, like, major panic. Yeah, because <laughs> like, it's just like fucking a prison in uh, Cook County. They don't fuck around in there, man. Everybody separates into the races and shit like that, even in Cook County. And there has been a lot of uh, issues with Cook County where shit just flared up and went. Hell, half the time during COVID, they wouldn't even let anybody out. And you wonder why they're going crazy and they ain't even been fucking sentenced yet. Yeah, right? For real. But it's throw down smackdown in fucking Cook County. It's all about it. All about... Uh, all, well, I, never mind. I couldn't think what I was going to say. <laughs> well, that is something that comes usually from a blonde. And as a blonde gets older, uh, she starts losing her memory. That's why you got to trade her in. You're sad. I am. I am. But I know a lot of the prisons in Cali have to have made this list. Because you motherfuckers are just stupid out there. You crazy, man. So I know that Folsom or San Quentin's on that list. Folsom is. Folsom. You know who sang a song about that one? All right, let's stay off the Johnny Cash shit here, okay? <laughs> let's Folsom. give them an overview of Folsom. Folsom Prism is, a, is the second oldest penitentiary in the, in the state. Having been built in 1880. Did you know that? They still actually, one of the houses, have the the walls that are like fucking ancient and shit like that. And you, it's dark and nasty and I heard Folsom's pretty bad. Well, besides being the second oldest penitentiary in its state, it is also one of the, one of the country's first maximum security prisons. No, I don't think they locked them down 24 or 23. I don't know. One of the most alarming facts about that facility is inmate population has yearly growth about 68%. This growth <clears throat> rate was alarming enough to prompt legislators to demand a larger budget to construct more cells to house incoming inmates. Now, that's where the problem of in mass incarceration, where you're sentencing people to ungodly fucking sentences for drugs. Drugs is probably one of the main reasons why it's overcrowded. But there was something that I read about this uh, penitentiary, right? Oh my god, she read. One of the craziest things that I read about this place was in 2012. Two prisoners slit the throat of another under the command of their gang leader. Well, that happens every fucking day. However, this was never reported to the authorities because of the prison's, air quotes, code of silence. Oh, you don't fuck around and quitting, man. Which is an unspoken rule to keep hush about violence and 
what takes p- place behind the prison walls. Well, duh. They got a whole different rules than you do on the fucking street, them guys, man. It's definitely a different kind of special. But you know what I mean? The mass, you know, incarceration of people because of the drugs and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And especially the ones that use. The ones that use are getting locked up more than the ones that are dealing. Now, that's where your programs and your social programs should be coming in. Is when you have that kind of drug use. That way, you save the money, but we all know the prison industry is big on making that money. That's why you got privatized prisons. Well, of course. Of course they're big on it. Because they may, they have to what spend between twenty and thirty thousand a year between uh, each inmate, so they got to bring in that kind of money uh-huh. and get it in their budgets. Exactly. Sir, so they're making some shit. They're making juice, man. Big time. Oh, that's loud. Can yeah, I... I forgot to turn it down. What the hell? <laughs> making me deaf. Shit. It happens. Ouch. But mass incarceration is something we're going to have to cover. We're going to. Because that's a big issue within the United States. And the only thing the loony left gets right, in my opinion. (laughs) Alright, just because I keep saying saying the damn thing. Attica! 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 Which is obviously a New York... It's in New York. New York. So, like any other prisons on this list that we're reading through here, it houses some of the most dangerous criminals in the country. What's unique about this facility is it's home to inmates who have had disciplinary problems at other facilities, too. Well, usually what happens is they'll transfer you from the minimums mat, or uh, mediums into the max, and then, boom, you go to fucking the big boys. Uh, the most notable event in its eerie history is... And there's a, a movie on this. This is where she got Attica. Attica. Is the riot that occurred in 1971 where 30 inmates... Ten correctional officers all lost their lives. Yeah, because some son of a bitch has just opened on them like it was a turkey shoot. They oh. killed ten of their own fucking guards. And due to that thing in 1971, the that I just like crack up. Due to that string and other riots that have happened in that in that lovely correctional institution. That's another one that looks like a castle. The facility was then equipped with tear gas systems throughout the system. Ain't that fucked up? To subdue residents within the mess hall and industry in, in industry area. So, like, they actually have, like, a venting system that they can put gas through. It's like a gas chamber. Yeah, to knock your ass out so they can calm you down. <laughs> they just gotta pull a bu- push a button. Now, if that ain't cruel and unusual punishment, I don't know what the fuck is. Yeah. That's what they say. That's insanity, right? Well, instead of having a sprinkler system to stop a fire, let's just put the motherfuckers out. Let's knock them bitches out. Knock them out. <laughs> right? Nap time, fuckers. 
Go to bed. <laughs> Y'all driving me crazy. You're going to sleep now. <laughs> but that was because that riot was what? Because of the conditions within the prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if it had to do with food or something, but they let loose on them people. Hell yeah, they did. They, it's it's over and done with right there. It's done. And killing their own like it was like nothing. Like it didn't even matter, which is sad. It's disgusting. Some people, let me tell you. It is disgusting. So, you know. And the families were right outside the fucking prison when this was going down. Mm-hmm. They heard the gunshots. They seen it going. It's like, damn, you fucking brutal pricks. For real. Where do we, you know, what is this? The fucking uh, Central America where they fuck everybody up? Pretty much. It's what it sounds like. That is completely what it sounds like. Right. What else we got on Attica? That's all. Well, I mean, I got, I got, uh, I got, oh, the huge article about the riot, but. Hmm. Well, that was something that changed America's outlook on how things were handled within the prison system. Yeah. Because before that, like I said, if you go back to Alcatraz. You fucked up as an inmate, those guards would fuck you up. They didn't play. Oh, hell no, they didn't play. They didn't play. They did not. They had it to where it was like a military operation before then. And then the inmates said, you know what, fuck you, man. We're done dealing with this kind of fucking abuse. Well, and they should be saying they're done with that shit. It did lead, uh, you know, to a lot of changes within the prison system. Well, I mean, according to after the riot in Attica, the the basic thing that they had some kind of negotiating team that drafted a a proposal that consisted of, like, 39 demands. Mm Mm-hmm. All right? Like... Provisions of basic needs like toothbrushes. Right. Um, take, Which, that ain't hard to give them. Taking a shower every day because they weren't allowed. These are things that the... I think it's two to three the, times the, a week. These are things that the inmates, you know, wanted. And, I mean, they only gave a short one, like, improve their medical services. Um, freedom to choose religion. I guess there was an issue with that in Attica. See, you're seeing a lot of reforms come out of Attica. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is you got to look at it in the time period context. The 70s, just coming off of the, you know, the 50s and 60s, it was a different way of thinking in society. Well, what amazed me in one of their demands after the, you know, during this riot situation was <laughs> removal of the current warden. He was probably a prick. And here's what it here's what here's what they got out of that one. The officials accepted twenty eight out of the thirty nine demands. Mm-hmm. Okay, and in exemption of firing the warden and amnesty. Really? Yeah. So they massacred all them people because they couldn't accept some simple demands. Yeah. I mean, it's like, come on, giving them a toothbrush, showers, I mean, 
medical medical basic care. humans needs. it's basic human needs and i get it people say that when they when people go to prison they shouldn't have any rights but they're fucking human yeah you gotta treat I, them at i mean least that way. i get it you know these people did horrific shit mm-hmm. to be where they're at but for fuck's sakes but you got to remember some of them are gonna get out yeah, and then they're gonna have all this built up fucking anger, and you and, and it's gonna happen again. And exactly. So I mean, if you treat them, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I've I've visited one prison in my entire life, and that so, scared the shit out of you. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to go back. The company was good, but I didn't want to go back. But it's like it. it I don't know. This is probably gonna sound really freaking stupid, but I get it. They're prisoners, okay. But if you treat them as prisoners with some sort of respect... Not respect, but dignity. Well, dignity, yeah. I mean, won't they be more easier to deal with? You would think. You know what I mean? But we are also talking about a a bunch of dumb fucks who uh, like making money off the prison system. Well, yeah. I mean, I get that. But, I mean... And I think it's a power trip. And I get it. They all did dumb shit. They all, you know, they got people in there with, you know, I mean, come on. We do Murder Mondays. Murder Mondays. Serial Killer Mondays. But it's like, I I don't know. Serial Killer Mondays. (laughs) I mean, I hear people all the time when they get three hots in a cot. Okay, well, give them a fucking... That does come at a cost, man, because once you get in, you're not alone with, man. You're getting a gang shit, you're in a, some situations, you're in a Thunderdome. I mean, and I get why they might not want to provide toothbrushes, because we all know what they would Shank probably... Shake that shit yeah. up, baby! There it is. But it's like, you know, I don't know. We'll be right back after this first music break! I went to a party last Saturday night I didn't get laid I got in a fight it ain't no big thing Late for my job and the traffic was bad Had to borrow ten bucks from my old man uh-huh. It ain't no big thing
second, man. What do you think the teacher's gonna look like this year? liberty.com founded in 2012 insane throttle biker news has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene go over now and bookmark harleyliberty.com and gola has to be on this fucking list
They fucking crazy in Angola, baby. They got chain gangs going on down there. It is a violent existence, I heard. It's not the best place to be, Angola. Well, it's hot, too. The other prisons they have listed are San Quentin, Leavenworth, mm-hmm. Louisiana State Penitentiary, Angola. <laughs> what does it say about Angola? Louisiana State Penitentiary has an inmate population of 6,300. It's like a little small fucking city, man. Making it the most densely populated maximum security prison throughout the entire country. This prison has a very bloody past, with hundreds of murders and stabbings occurring from 1960 to the 1990s. But perhaps the most horrifying fact about this 18,000 acre facility is that it used to be a slave plantation back in the day. And they still using that motherfucker as one. But they claim, for the most part, the prison has turned a new leaf since the new warden introduced an alternate, an alternate approach to correctional treatment by using religion instead of force. But it still remains one of the most dangerous prisons in the U.S. That's where all the rodeo cowboys with the prison comes out, don't it? That in Texas. What? Well, you know what I mean. You know, they let them play with horses and buck around on the fuckers. I don't know. Do they? But that's like a small city, man. 6,800 fucking people. Yeah. And 18,000 acres. Yeah. It's like, what, you send your whole fucking state there? <laughs> That's like, <laughs> they all live there. Oh, let's just put them on an 18,000 uh, uh, square foot uh, or Acre. uh, acres yeah. of property, mm -hmm. and we'll make a huge plantation. Instead of a slave, well, it's, I don't know, it'd still be considered a slave plantation. Well, fuck, they have chain gangs and everything down there. Mm. Let's move into some riots. We got to do some riots now that we got this down. All got, right, we well, got a parlay off of yesterday's, but this is in uh, prisons instead. Well, you know, we, we already talked about Attica. All right. Well, let's see. We got so Lee, Lee Prison Ryan, Riot in South Carolina. We've got Montana State Prison Riot. They actually had a riot in Montana. I didn't even know they had enough people to fill a jail in Montana. All the, this, it actually happened way back in 1959. Holy shit, that's like ancient, man. Yeah. What happened? Three inmates, Lee Smart, Jerry Miles, and George Alton. Damn, they even got their names. Carefully took over the Montana State Prison. They were able to take rifles from guards, quietly took them hostage, and in a half hour, they had captured every staff and guard. Holy crap! <laughs> and back then, uh, sadly, a deputy uh, warden, Ted Roth, I believe it is, was killed in the process. What I don't understand, if they took everybody, uh -huh. why didn't they just take their fucking keys and get the fuck out of there? I don't know. Let's see. The warden, Floyd Powell, had stepped out and was across the street during this. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about luck. One of the hostages was forced to call him and give him a distress warning. So then the, the warden returned, only to be captured and forced to call the governor. <laughs> 
They ain't the smartest cookies in the bunch, them guards and warden. Fortunately, the governor did not pick up the phone. Does that surprise you? And Powell left him an inscribed message. The information would allow the authorities to know the situation and act without the inmates realizing it. Again, if you take everybody, why the fuck didn't you just walk out of that motherfucker? <laughs> That's some stupid shit. Powell Not was using your brain. Powell was left under the watch of a, one specific inmate who they do not name and was instructed to kill him if the governor would not call by 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. However, the warden convinced him that he would negotiate a pardon for him if he'd let him go. He lied his ass off. Making his way outside the facility, Powell started negotiations with the team led by Miles, which was one of the inmates. Uh-huh. He asked for reporters who would interview the inmates and take photos in exchange for hostages. Three reporters were allowed to go in, but Miles refused to release any of the hostages until more of the reporters were allowed access. Right. He threatened to kill hostages if they did not fulfill his demand, but Powell refused to continue collaborating. They 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 were negotiating in bad faith. On the on the third day, this half this three days long, Montana National Guard forced their way in to the jail and took control of the prison. How many people died in that one? Just the one guard. Just the one. Yeah. But it says Miles and Lee were unwilling to be taken alive, which ended in a murder suicide. Ooh. Ouch. So two of the three inmates that did all this were, were ended killed. Up, were, they were killed, and then the one guard. Well, I know, it, it, you know, this might sound sucky, but damn, take over that Montana jail, man. Them motherfuckers ain't too bright. Dude, how do you just go up and grab their... Excuse me, can I have this? Fuck. <laughs> 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 it's mine now. There has to be, what, one prison in Montana? There's no fucking people. <laughs> For as big as the state is, for fuck's sakes, they got one jail. One jail? I don't know. They probably got more, but, I mean, this was just kind of funny. <laughs> it is, because... <laughs> Mine. <laughs> you got everybody walked the fuck out of there, man. I know. It's like, they why, didn't known. You, why didn't you just leave? For real. I mean, even if it was just those three, just walk away. <laughs> walk away. Bye-bye. See ya. We'll you see had ya. the freaking warden, and you let us... <laughs> You let the one inmate let him go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Take the warden as hostage and get the fuck gone. What is wrong with you? God, even I'm not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> even the blonde ain't dumb enough to, you know. I mean, shit. I'm sure every guard you had in there had keys. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> we got time for one more of these. Uh, let's see. We got Atlanta prison. Oh, that's a shithole. Let's see. Cubans that did not have documentation or had committed a crime were detained in the Atlanta Correctional Facility. Say hello to my little gun. In 1987, news came in that Cuban government would accept 2,500 Cubans back home. America would, of course, prioritize the ones in prison. This was the information, get, when this information got to the inmates, only thing thought to do was riot. 
it was the way they would get the attention of the U.S. government. They preferred to live in America than go back to Cuba. I'm a e- political even, prisoner. Even if they were to remain incarcerated. Mm. So on November 14th, 1987, they took over the prison and held 100 hostages as insurance in their negotiations. Holy shit, 100? The uproar lasted 11 days and the prisoners surrendered after agreeing with the authorities. No hostages were harmed. However, they burnt down a big chunk of the prison and one inmate died. Burn it down! Because a guard shot him for being a threat to the life of another officer. Burn it down! So basically, these uh, the Cubans in this prison... Decided they'd rather live their live their life in an American jail than then be returned well, that just, back to Cuba. That just goes to show you how bad fucking Cuba is, man. I mean, for their own people to that, not want to go back. What does well, that tell you? That's why they're losing Florida. These Democrats because they're pushing these socialist ideas. And they're like, fuck you, man. That's That was like fucking Cuba, man. Fuck your shit. It's ridiculous. It is. It uh-uh. Is. Yeah. We'll be right back uh, for Cards Against Humanity. We got dangerous toys. Can you wanna make ten bucks? What game you gonna lose? Hey man, tell me what I'm about to do. 
Humanity, get your nastiness ready. I bet she's got some nasty shit today, man. Last couple ones, she's been really nasty. What do we got? I'm sorry, Professor, but I couldn't complete my homework because of... I'm sorry, Professor, I couldn't complete my homework because of... Because I was was too busy busy sleeping Uh... with you. (laughs) I was too busy on my knees, okay? You know, give a a girl a break. You know, I should get an A for that blowjob last night. That's what I'm saying. You know what I wonder? Huh? Do a lot of these professors in these colleges get a lot of fucking poontang? You know how many professors get booted from their damn jobs because of it? For Christ's sakes, the damn uh, college our daughter went to. He was banging motherfucking balls. Well, and then the new the the new dean, her husband got busted. <laughs> he was like, "Hey, man, I know you, the dean and shit." It was you, like you a know, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton kind of thing. Push them Hillary bitches my charge. way, man. Bitch, push them my way. But yeah, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of it. Yeah. But that's what I wonder. Do they get a lot of poontang? I'm sure they do. Or a lot of head. Slap it on. Pew, pew. You want an A? Get on your knees. What the that's fuck? kind of teaching I. And they're done. all adults, so. Yeah, they're all adults, <laughs> but at the same time, hey, get on your knees. You want an A? Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. I'm gonna blow some loads. <laughs> Grandpa Slayer, my parents were having an orgy. <laughs> I was at the swingers club last night. <laughs> Bushwolf dog ate my crappy homework. Still using that in college. Still using that in college. I couldn't do college. I can't. Randy, Randy's like, because of too much sex. I mean, as <laughs> simple as that. You know what? You lead the freak squad. Me? Yeah, because the first thing that comes out of their mind and their mouth is sex. It's my fault. <laughs> you lead the way. That's all right. It's a good way to go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good place to be. See, this guy's is what you have to look forward to when your woman gets older. She's just it's... a sex machine. She never breaks. It sucks. It really does. It sucks. Because you're always out there fucking, you're out of breath, you're tired all the time. And they wonder why you're fucking cranky all the time, man. Tactical Pineapple says I was I was busy trying not to get shot by cracked out Hunter Biden. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny shit right there. <laughs> Jay Spike got caught fucking in the car. It was mom's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> fucking craziness. <laughs> We'll see you Monday. And that's all for Motorcycle Madhouse this morning. Don't forget to go over to subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
install Insane Throttle TV's channel <laughs> over on Roku, as well as go get the Insane Throttle radio app over on Google Play. Rock on until next time.